All right. Welcome back to another episode of Spice After Dark. Sorry it's been a little while. Brendan and I have been busy, busy boys, and I've had some visitors come up to town recently, but we are back tonight. That's all that matters. Y'all, we are back to our random facts of the weeks tonight, and then we are going to get into our week six recap of the NFL season, some of the bigger games, the bigger injuries, and then we are going to get into our lines. Brendan? Brennan? Yeah. Let's get it. Sweater weather loving host. How are you this evening? I'm good, Jacob. My uh, looking fit, great posture co-host. I should say you? the same thing about you, Brennan. You look like you've shaved off some some British currency. <laughs> I like that one. I'm going to save that one. Put it in okay. the back pocket. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, everything's been good, man. I've been kidding long weekends after long weekends at work just because that's how my schedule has been working out. So, and you know. It's getting cold, so I've been breaking out the cashmere sweaters and the pullovers oh. and listening to jazz music when it's, like, super cloudy out. I'm in, like, wow. full dad mode. I could have an hour-long conversation with you about credit, and you wouldn't even know what to do with it. I I, I hope we don't get to that type of situation. No, we won't. We won't. I, I did make that mistake <laughs> at the bars a few weeks ago uh, to a couple of my high school friends. And to those that do listen, I do apologize um, for that still. Uh, I'm sorry for them. Right. All right, Brennan, let's go ahead. Let's do a random fact of the week. Um, I know it's been a while since we've done this, but I think it's a fun, cute little segment to get us into just the grit of football. So, Brennan, do you want to go ahead and start with that? Yeah, so I picked two because I'm an overachiever, but it's also because they were both really funny and interesting. But so the first one, so apparently some, excuse me, science experiment at Purdue included students figuring out just how many licks that it took to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. And so their conclusion was 364. So takes you a whole leap year to, to get down to one of those bad boys. But I can't believe our tax money pays for that. Exactly what I thought. I was like, this is the type of, uh, this is science now should have just done that. But yeah. So then my second one, uh, weirdly enough at another university this time, uh, some Michigan one, um, they offer a unicorn hunting license to their students. Uh, the club is called Unicorn Hunters. So <laughs> pretty uh, weird. I'm sure all, all those people in, that are a part of the club are totally normal people. Um, but I just thought that was interesting. Like hunting unicorns is like considered legal in Michigan. Like it's an actual thing. So pretty weird. That is actually pretty weird, Brennan. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with mine as soon as I get it pulled back up here. Oh, yeah. So did you know Russia, the, the continent of greater, the greater Russian area, consists of 11 time zones? <clears throat> wow, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I That's don't kind know, of crazy. Right. So I don't know how they even became a superpower when half those folks would be sleeping when the other half would be awake. So it really just does not make a lot of sense to me, Brennan. I, I like... Does that include <clears throat> Siberia? Yeah, it does. It does. Well, how first of all, how dumb is daylight savings, right? It is dumb. When is that? When when do we gotta switch uh switch the time? I think Hollow's Eve. I think that is because it's the it's that Sunday, right? Or is it always just November first? I can't remember. 
Well, that's I not remember, the same. That's not the same. Uh, that's not like time zones. Like the time zones aren't changing. It's just the setting the clock back. So it's still. I don't know. I don't. Time is a concept. Social construct, time is a social so. construct. And if you're like Brennan, then you really do take that meaning literally. That time is a social construct, and you show up late to like pretty much everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what is late? You know what I mean? Right. Um, but anyways, that's our random facts of the week. Sorry, I will have a better one next week for y'all. So again, my bad, everybody. Brennan, should we go I ahead? And you liked it? I did like it. Oh, thanks, buddy. Dude, it just feels so nice to have the headset on again and just be talking about random stuff. You know, I've been, I've been telling people about the show. I have just so much, um, love for the people that will still come out and talk to me about our show that I see at bars. I love them all. I know. Love them all. I was at Vallis pumpkin patch, which is basically Nebraska's Disneyland on Monday. And there was this bus there that have like a bunch of chalk drawings and uh, I literally wrote, listen to our podcast on there pretty much. So that's, if we, if we just get a huge influx in listeners, you're welcome guys. So we're, uh, so we're sponsored now by Val's pumpkins. We're not, we're not sponsored by them. I basically just found some free product placement. Um, it was, I know it was very subtle, which is nice. I, I did the same thing. Um, at, like the group therapy I did for my 22nd birthday and uh, wrote it on the bike itself. And then wrote it in the first bathroom of the bar that we stopped at. Which was it the bar, the bar? No, it was like some. I was gonna say you wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be able to read any of those walls in in those bathrooms. If, dude, it's hieroglyphics in there. It's amazing how COVID didn't exist before 2020 with some of those bar bathrooms. We really gotta just be better. Yeah, COVID was created by the rail dogs from the brass rail. (laughs) That it was. All right. But seriously, without further ado, Brent, I think we should get into some football. So we actually had some wild games happen last weekend. Let's start out Thursday night, Tampa Bay against Philadelphia. So I was celebrating another birthday, actually, that evening. So unfortunately, I was not able to watch the whole thing. But I know that Jalen Hurts is still an amazing quarterback. And that Tampa Bay is still really good. Yeah, I'm really, I really have to pull mm-hmm. at my memory strings to remember that game. Mm-hmm. Um but the Eagles are a tough team for me to kind of figure out because I'm a very firm believer in Jalen Hurts. Um, but I don't know that it's just every single week I sit down, I watch a little bit of an Eagles game and I'm just kind of disgusted by their offense. Like th- this was a, a Tampa Bay defense too. That was missing like all of their secondary. I'm pretty sure Richard Sherman who sucks now anyways, um, he got injured during the game. So he left the contest and Jalen hurts still like couldn't find an open receiver. So something's up. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's a fixable thing or not, but I, I still think the Eagles are a decent team and the NFC East is, you know, the Cowboys are definitely atop and kind of running away with it. But before that, I would say the NFC East was still kind of wide open Um but you know the Bucks are also the Bucks, and they they can pull any kind of win just kind of right out of their ass. So I I agree. Considering didn't Brady have like a thumb injury going into last week? Yeah, and you would not be able to tell because he played pretty much the same. I'm pretty sure he fakes injuries for clout and then just sandbags people. You could see that happening, right? <laughs> he teabags them. Yeah, he just well he teabags. He's teabagged me for the last 20 years, Brennan. <laughs> Little hey, does he you, know. 
you get Tom Brady teabagged and I get Aaron Rodgers teabagged. But we'll, we'll get, get to that. that. We'll get into that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jaguars got their first win this weekend. To they Miami. did indeed. So do you think um, – I, I think I saw one of the funniest pictures on Twitter of Urban Meyer almost looking satisfied. And uh, there was like a thought bubble above his head that said, do you think that girl from the bar is still thinking about me? <laughs> I'm guessing you saw that too. I saw that. Your that, ass probably that was liked, funny. Your ass probably liked it, and that's the reason it showed up on my timeline. That was pretty funny though. Um, but no, I mean, I, I don't know if like I count this as a win since it was in London. Mm-hmm. But I guess I'll give him give it to him. Uh, yeah. But- <laughs> so I I forgot this was in London because I remember I was like heading to a coffee bar on Sunday. So those who follow me on Instagram, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But oh, yeah. uh, thirst I, trap before yeah before <laughs> noon, and I'm seeing all these like game updates between Jacksonville and Miami. I was like, they're in Eastern time zone, but like. And then I looked into it and I was like, oh my God, they're in London. So this is what happens when we don't have a show because I have to really look into it because we, we already do all our <laughs> research before we talk about it, or at least we try to. But okay, I'm sorry. I cut you off. What were you saying? No, I mean, it was the last London game, which is kind of sad. I enjoy waking up early on Sundays and no, you know, you not having work and just brewing some coffee and the game's already on. Um, so we don't get any more of those, unfortunately, but um, I don't know. It was, I guess, a good win. The Dolphins stink, but I mean, it seems like the team kind of rallied around Urban Meyer. So I think his seat, which like a f- week or two ago was really hot, I think it's cooled off a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think this kind of bought him a little bit more time, and just just the way it kind of looked on the sidelines, it looks like players are still, you know, wanting to play for him. So. Well, I think John Gruden kind of took his place on the hot seat last week. You're, you are 100% correct, um, which we didn't get to talk about that either. And I don't really want to talk about it because everybody already knows what happened. But yeah. I think Urban Meyer needs to personally give him a call and thank him for how shitty John Gruden <laughs> was so then everybody can forget about – because really what Urban Meyer did is nothing wasn't compared not, to it. Yeah, it wasn't. It, was, it, was an act, it wasn't even an act of adultery. It was just being a little flirtatious. Yeah, he was just being horny. I mean, yeah. like, what are you going to do? Arrest him for being horny? If you're his family, it's probably a little bit different question. You probably don't love to see that, but um, it's all right. Well, he makes more money than all of them. He does. So. Not saying that justifies it, but still. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So I, I will just touch upon this about John Gruden. First of all, you're a scumbag. Second of all, <laughs> that countdown of his contract being up with the Raiders when they were like dog shit, I guess that it officially won. Cause it basically, it counted it down to the second of how much was left of his contract. I saw this like three years ago, thought it was super savage. And then <laughs> now I guess it just, it just disappears because Gruden is officially gone. He's, he's dead and gone, gone with the wind. All right. Should we go ahead and get to your team? I guess if we've got to do that. Yeah. I, I, I hate to reopen this, but you know, I, I do it out of love because you create good content. Yep. So, uh, Packers and Bears Sunday um, at Soldier Field. Packers, of course, beat us by uh, ten points, twenty-four fourteen. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he he uh, he blew my back out. I mean, there's no other way to put. There's no other way to put it. Um, I mean, this couldn't have gone any worse for me personally. I mean, it was truly just one, like one of the worst things that could have happened. Like, Aaron Rodgers, still? he spoke through he the TV. 
He yeah, he spoke through the TV, national television, into my soul, telling me that he and I, and I quote him, he fucking owns me. He's owned me his whole life. And you know, that's like that's actually some like super villain shit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was just sitting at home on my couch. I walked I walked my dog that morning, you know. I smelled the Everything fall air. Well. Yeah. It was a beautiful day until Aaron Rodgers ruined my day. Honestly, my week, maybe a year, maybe life. But I mean, he didn't have to say that, you know? He tries to act all cool all the time. And everyone just saw his inner asshole that he just let out. Yeah. So, all the Bears fans flipping him off to in the end zone. He's just he deserves it. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. I'll say that right now. Yeah. Well, hey, Justin Fields at least had a pretty <laughs> decent game. Yeah. Game wise, it was, you know, classic Bears Packers, you know, Bears losing, obviously. Um, but the officiating was horrible yeah. on both sides. But I mean, the Bears just constantly get the short end of the stick. Um, I don't know if that's just the bias speaking and me just well, noticing it more, but. Yeah, there is a referee in my family, but I will say this. I've learned from my inside man that there is a shortage on referees this year, just all like nationwide. So they have to like kind of they have to um, resort to blind people. Well, I, I, I don't know if they're blind, but maybe they're just, you know, not experienced. So, mm-hmm. I mean, imagine if, you know, you, you're only used to refing like, uh, you know, D3 college and high school, and then you get called up to the big leagues and you're in that stadium and you have to make a lot of those calls. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying that justifies it at all, Brennan. Um, I've I've had my fair share of like frat boy drama when it comes to referees watching a football game and things aren't going my way. But at least we know why now. There's just a shortage. There's a shortage of everything these days. That's very true. It's, it's sad, but... Um, it doesn't help us, like the fans. No. But the reason I bring that up is because if you ask me what Rogers' go-to move is, um, other than him like not loving his family, uh, I would say it's drawing a defender offsides and then heaving it deep for a touchdown. Like he just does that to a, like just perfection. So Fields he tried to do the same thing on a play. Um, at least should have been that type of play. A Packers defender jumped early. Uh, Fields got the ball, snapped it, and chucked it into the end zone. No flag. And then, of course, it was picked. So if that's Rodgers right there, you know, there's no doubt a flag gets thrown. Um, and that's just the shit that pisses me off. That's why I just dislike the Packers so much because they are just – he Aaron Rodgers, he's just so lucky. Um, you know, I, I think the, the Bears' defense, they played well, held them to 24 points. Uh, I mean, that's solid. Um, they're just not destined to beat the Packers and Rodgers. So Rodgers, I, I saw he's, he's 21 and five against the Bears in my, in my lifetime. So it's like I've just had to deal with this for so long. It, it's, uh, it's, it's brutal. Absolutely. Um, well, I just know this. Bears fans are punching air right now, Brennan. <laughs> And with that being yeah. said, I think the next um, at least bigger game because of kind of just what was going on, I'll go ahead and discuss my team. So Chiefs covered, yep. just so everyone knows. Uh, we are – that's actually – I think we're two and four against the spread right now. Um, but good God, Brennan, that first half was insufferable. I had, like, just gotten home. I turned it on. It's the first quarter. And I'm already watching, like, three turnovers happen. So here's the thing. The Chiefs cannot stop a screen pass. They can't stop a run game. The Chiefs' defense is horrendous. I don't want um, Spagnuolo fired, 
because he's still really new in my opinion. But good God, dude, get better players. That's all you need to do. Like you cannot rely on Tyler. They can't Matthew. afford it. That's, uh, you, there's probably some truth to that, but let me let me vent for a second. Yeah. You can't rely on Tyron Matthew and Frank Clark to completely make your games all season. Uh, but with that being said, the second half turned out pretty well. We saw. I would say that was classic Mahomes the entire second half. You know what I mean? That man, he's not the only quarterback to make something out of nothing. But you know that best example that I always say. That divisional playoff game against Houston three years ago, the year they won the Super Bowl. That that was kind of what I saw here. Like, no hope after the first half. I'm just, like, ready to turn the TV off. I was headed to Ashland to go to a vineyard wine-tasting place anyways, which really good. Recommend it. But, um, yeah, that's just – that's what I love to see. That's one thing that I do like about – well, one thing I like and one thing I hate about the Chiefs. You literally don't know what to expect. I agree. They're having well, – we haven't said it yet, but I personally think they're having an off year. I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. I, I was I could not have been more wrong going into this season thinking they were even going to make it close to that. I don't even see them going to the AFC Championship, in my opinion. Um, but and, that, and that's that's a brutally honest thing for me to say, and it hurts. But the truth hurts, Brennan, like Lizzo once said. So I think what the Chiefs need to do is after the season, just clean slate on defense, like. Literally sit those guys down, like put those guys in timeout. I don't care. Put them in a corner, make them walk home from practice. Just, I'm, I'm so sick of this defense. And also, I, I just, it's unheard of that all of these receivers and running backs just cannot hold on to the ball. Like, th- there have been more turnovers this year alone than the past three years combined for the Chiefs, I'm pretty sure. I know Patrick Mahomes has already thrown yeah. more interceptions. He's, yeah, he's had um, eight or nine interceptions this year already. Is he, does he really? Yeah. He had two, I know, in the first half. He's leading the um, league in it. Is he, is he really? Wow. Yeah. I think, but see, it, to me, that's an easily fixable thing. Um, you know, like, Mahomes, he's, he's thrown some awful picks. But, like, he just has to just not do that. And I think, like. Yeah, just, just don't do that. No, I mean, and I think it's, it's it really is a very fixable thing for Mahomes because some of the picks are just him trying to make, like you said, he's very good at making something out of nothing, but sometimes you don't have to do that. And yeah, he, I think more often than not, the interceptions he's thrown has been a result of him just trying really hard to make something out of nothing. Um, so sometimes you just got to know and you don't have to like go to that extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, Washington, like second half, the Chiefs made them look silly. Um, they got back on track. We saw more of those. We saw more of the Mahomes magic throws. I mean, so he, he's, he proved to everyone why we shouldn't really question what he does on the field because he's still capable of doing some insane stuff. Um, off the field, there's, you know, another Mahomes problem. But I was just about to bring him up. Can we just both agree that Jackson Mahomes just needs to die of, like, a horrible cause? Like, I, I want it to be brutal. He he definitely he needs to Matthews, like Patrick Mahomes' wife sucks too. I am not a fan of her. I think it's definitely like up for like discussion. Like first of all, like dancing pretty much on the grave of Sean Taylor at a game is that's that was not good. Um, but you know, I think uh, the roles he he probably needs to be kind of 
considered like not allowed at some other stadiums. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the rules should be reversed here. So Aaron Rodgers chooses to hate his family, although he shouldn't. But then Patrick Mahomes loves his family, although he shouldn't. So I think we should flip the roles where Mahomes hates his family, but then Rodgers loves his. You're I think, right. I, I think like, Rodgers I would be that. more likable if he actually had a relationship with his parents and siblings. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. But no, I, I, I did have to bring up, you know, the Jackson Mahomes thing because yeah, it was I, definitely I, a big st- – it was a big story, which is I'm sure it's kind of annoying for – it's the Chiefs me. and Mahomes, you know, because the biggest story I feel like every week is regardless what the Chiefs do, it's something that their star quarterback's little brother is making more like that. He makes more headlines than they do. So that's got to be it's it has to be kind of affecting something. I think Andy Reid is going to poison him. Andy Reid probably just has like no Game idea of Thrones that, style that's going poison on. that man. Yeah, so I, I definitely just Jackson Mahomes is an interesting. He's he's definitely interesting. All right, my rant's over. Thank you for listening. Um, um, what game should we talk about next, Brennan? The other game that I wanted to talk about was the Monday Night Football game, the most recent one. Gotcha. Because um, you know that was a a crazy game, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Titans ended up pulling it off against the Bills, which was absurd um when i was watching i mean i knew from the start like josh allen he didn't he didn't look right i don't know if that's the right word but you know he's holding on to the ball too long uh not taking just like open check downs he's kind of trying to do the same thing like make a make big plays rather than smart plays um but you know i i can't you can't really knock him too much because you know he makes a bunch of crazy ass throws still um but also hats off to the Titans defense. They finally showed up. I mean, they still got 31 points dropped on them, but they, yeah, they made to big plays. About how to shut down Allen like that. Yeah. And I mean, it, they still, they didn't really like shut him down, but they, they made some good plays. They limited <laughs> him. Um, but like, I don't know if you watched it, but Sean McDermott, the, the bills coach um, on fourth and one with like 25 seconds left down three instead of just kicking the field goal, sending it to OT. Um, he was playing some like Brandon Staley analytics game. Uh, Trying to draw the defense out and then they up. Well, they were, they went for it on fourth and one and yeah. Josh Allen um, was, was stuffed at the goal line. So then the Titans got the ball back and just need it. Ended the game. Um, <laughs> and I know, I know the chances of Josh Allen being able to QB sneak a yard seems like a given, but I don't know. It's 2020 now, but you, you, I can't imagine being the better team and not wanting to just take it to OT, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know. That was an interesting coaching decision. Derrick Henry is the best running back to ever exist in life. I, I am, Dare we call him MVP? I think we can call him MVP. You want to know something crazy? He's got uh, almost a thousand scrimmage yards in six games with ten touchdowns. Oh, I thought you were about At, to say he had like a like <clears throat> child pedophile pass or something. Um, no, not that. Um, I thought you were about to cancel him. <laughs> no, I would never can. He is the most like unproblematic person. He's so quiet. Only thing he does is just absolutely destroy people on the field. Um, but yeah, he's averaging like over five yards per touch like past like three weeks on 86 touches. So he's just crazy consistent. Um, 
But, you know, shout out on the other side of the ball, Cole Beasley scored a wide open touchdown, you know, because all the other players are social distancing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they're so scared of them. <laughs> I saw a tweet that was like, Cole Beasley, it, like all alone in the end zone, looks like a uh, lunch break or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just the bullied kid that has to sit by the trash can. Yeah, he eats his meals in the bathroom. Oh my gosh, Brennan, you crack me up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was a it was a great game. Um, I can, I really cannot believe that the Titans uh, beat the Bills. Um, so honestly, like all the AFC teams have kind of showed, um, like some uh, some spots where they might not be as good as we thought they were. So I still think the bills, you kind of just, it was, it was a close game. They still put up like a lot of points. So I think they will be fine, but like how you're talking about with the chiefs, I think there's like a couple teams that can make it to the AFC championship. And I still think the chiefs are atop of the list. I just can't ever count them out. I've, Okay, I was going to talk about this a couple weeks ago. Um, so after that Chargers loss, I had a deep conversation with myself. I sat down, I lit a fall candle, and I listened to jazz. And I was just like, you know what? The sun is still going to come out tomorrow. I'm going to be okay. I don't have money on these games because I would never bet for my own team because the one time I did it, I lost like 60 bucks. Um, and then, you know, I don't play for them. So I don't have a shitty practice coming Monday morning. So you know what? Everything's going to be okay. And then they beat the Eagles, and I get super hyped up. I was like, okay, they're back. And then they're playing the Bills. I was like, we got this. We're favored. Wrong. I think you and I were talking about this. We were just hoping, like, the storm would just win the game, and then we would, like, continue it Monday night. And then it was just – I thought they would restart it, but no. They ended up playing. Or the the delay was, like, super short. Well, delay was – it was um, It was supposed, relatively short. Well, yeah, because it was supposed to go back up again at like 2 in the morning. Yeah. Is what my brother said because he was at the game. Um, so that was just – that was insane. Oh. I was just like – Did I he was, stay for the whole game? Oh, no, he left at half because they, they were like telling fans to like clear the stands pretty much. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Damn. So – but it's okay because like I said, Brennan, I will watch a game. There's still my rider dies because that, that proves that I'm a real fan because you got to take the good with the bad. Well, I mean, they really, like, they're three and three, so it's not like they're, like, atrocious. They're the best, gosh darn, three and three team that ever existed, Brennan. And they also went to the Super Bowl last year, so if you're, like, jumping ship right now, remember Mahomes has an MVP, he's got a Super Bowl win all in the last three years. I would never never jump ship. I don't even jump ship for the Royals, and they had two good years and then just fell apart after and became completely irrelevant. Yeah. Speaking of baseball, too, uh, Astros just won game five. I hate the Astros. I actually have some very good friends going to game six, and um, I'm pretty sure they're going to be banging trash cans on top of their dugout so they know when fastballs are coming. That's funny. Um, the you. last game that I wanted to talk about was the Ravens-Chargers game um, because, speak of the Chargers, they just got their asses whooped. Um, the Ravens look Ravens like a legit looking, contender. Yeah, they're looking good this year. Their only loss this year was against the Raiders in OT, which was just a wild game. Um, kind of like the Bills, like Titans. It's just like one of those games that just comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson's another player that <clears throat> you know I would consider 
playing at an MVP level right now. If it weren't for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals having a better record, I, I would give it to Lamar because he's literally putting the team on his back like week in, week out. Um, he didn't have like a statistically awe-inspiring game this past week, but he didn't need to. Right. So it, what, do you, uh, what do you think? You think the Ravens are – they've proven they're legit? I think they've more than proven they're legit. I think – you know, they've been kind of just getting really tough schedules the last few years. So I think that's been kind of um, hindering them. And well, their the division, the AFC North, they have one always of those have been a yeah, at least a recent years. It, it's very competitive since yeah. the Browns have been better. Exactly. Um, but the Steelers are always good. The Bengals, I mean, they always just beat up on each other. The AFC North is just one of those wild divisions. Oh, yeah. I. I will say this, at least this year, as far as ASC goes, Brennan, the, uh, the North and the West are just insane to watch. I mean, I'm not even going to bother pouring one out for the Broncos. Uh, but – oops, sorry, one second. Okay, my computer just tried to, like, You're restart good. on me. Okay, so I'm not even going to say pour one out for the Broncos. I'm super happy that they're kind of, like, back in the dirt as far as that goes. But – yeah, it's just it's it's so competitive all around. I think the Ravens are at least getting through the divisional round of the playoffs this year. That's a given right there. You can you can quote me on that. So that's that that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, um, and you know we can say Lamar looks like MVP, but we also have to um, think about John Harbaugh. I mean, I think he should be at the top of the list for Coach of the Year mm-hmm. because they've just been like ridden with injuries too, yet they keep winning. So this is this is a fun team to watch, and I freaking love Lamar Jackson. I mean, oh, I'm no, so yeah. happy he's silencing a lot of people um, who still have the audacity to hate. Uh, I also I like I think the Chargers will be fine. It's kind of like you know the Packers week one. You just it's a toss out game. You just forget it. It's a toss out. Okay, yeah, toss that's out. a good way. To, yeah, that's a good way. Um, to put it. And so before we move on to this week's game. I got a couple points that I wanted to bring up. We don't have to go through like the actual whole games, but I wanted to bring up that uh, the Cowboys, they look legit. Trayvon Diggs uh, might be up there for defensive player of the year. He got his seventh interception in six games. And before the Bills actually played on Monday, he, Trayvon Diggs had more touchdowns uh, with two than his brother, Stefan, Stefan Diggs. So, that was uh that was a pretty funny stat. Now they're tied, I think. Uh I don't I'm not sure if Stefan scored two or whatever, but yeah, their defense looks crazy. I think uh the Cowboys could definitely make a deep run, which are is we, hard to uh, admit. Are we saying it's finally cool to wear jean shorts down to your knees wearing Air Jordans and uh dark blue or white cowboys jersey with a gold with chain? A, with his Ezekiel Elliott jersey. Yeah. I I will say this. The starter pack. Yeah, as trashy as the Cowboy fans are, they are looking so good this year. I won't okay. I won't go as far as so good, but like no, I mean they do honestly. They do look really just good. Dak Prescott win again. It's 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 good to watch. It's very wholesome. I love Dak. He, he's, he's one he's of those a other lovable guys. person. So is, is he's he pro- he's right him? now he's a favorite for the MVP, which you know is it's it's fair. I don't know if he's doing as much as some of the other guys. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, it's also you got to take into the account, like, he was injured and he's come back. So, it, it's 
it's a great story. I definitely think he's a lock for comeback player of the year. Um, it's hard not to root for Dak. It's hard to root for the Cowboys, but I think I can find a, a solid little like balance between them. I'm glad that you and I agree on this. <laughs> um, right. We get into this week's games. Yeah, but also today. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Today there was a big rumor that came out uh, about the Sean Watson trade. This this trade heating up about the Dolphins, him heading to Miami. Oh, um, boy. I don't know how much I like believe it. Um, I heard a rumor it could potentially be a three team trade that would send Tua to Washington, which would be interesting to say the least. Um, but yeah, I don't. It's it's really hard to see Deshaun Watson like playing this year. I don't know. I feel like people have kind of like forgotten about him, but I don't know. What do you think about that? Um, well, I don't quite know what to say here, Brennan. You don't, do you want to see him play or no? Personally, no, just because, I mean, even he's shit, before. He's a shithole. Yeah, even before all the allegations came out, like just his dis, disdain for Houston, just literally crushing the entire city's hearts. I, I I never saw him as a stand-up person to begin with, and then just all the allegations came out. You're like, okay, now I can really like hate this guy publicly without being seen as you know just a hater. Um, so I. I I don't want to see him play. I personally wouldn't. And yeah, I think the only people that would want to see him play were the people that like are so obsessed with his, with the skill that he had coming into Houston that they just can't get over it. Yeah. No, I personally, I think he, uh, I think he, the NFL is just very, very quick to forgive players on like domestic, or I guess it wasn't domestic, but it was, sexual what, yeah, harassment, sexual abuse, assault. like assault, like kind of crazy stuff and very, very many allegations. So I, I personally, you know, I, I don't want to see that because that's hey, just a bad look. Hey, um, we, we respect women on this podcast. We do respect women. So, all right. A f- two more points. Uh, I call these, the the poop points so you you tell me which one's the better uh the poop story so one of the okay hold up better as in like it's it's more poop than the other or like it's less poop than the other which one's like more unfortunate okay i don't know the the worst of the poop yes the worst of the poop all right so uh one of the Bengals offensive linemen before their game Mm -hmm. uh with the lions he he tweeted asking detroit natives where he should eat in the city um, and someone, he somehow landed on Eminem's fast food spaghetti restaurant. Um, have you heard about that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So Bomb he, uh, I guess he went there, ate it, and he was like puking at the game. Oh, it's, um, I'm sure it's horrible. Yeah. Vomit on his jersey already. So, yeah, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so the second one was AJ Brown. Um, Monday night football, he was like questionable to play all the way up until game time on Monday. Um, he got a stomach bug apparently and said it happened after he ate Chipotle, like before the game. So first of all, huge, huge PR nightmare for Chipotle right there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, first of all, no athlete should ever be eating Chipotle right before a performance, especially when you're coming off like a questionable stat. So yeah. 
you can't even say that's bad PR for Chipotle. They people know what they're getting into when they go to Chipotle. Like that is, it's not as bad as like Taco Bell. Like if he was like, oh hey, like I just got. This I mean, it depends here. though. Like Taco Bell, you can kind of just get like maybe like a taco or two, and it's really not gonna. It it's not nutritious, but it's not gonna really upset your stomach. Yeah, you can go to Chipotle and get a chicken rice bowl, and you're good to go. Like that's probably the healthiest thing they have. But regardless. Chipotle is one of those things that you have to plan like ahead you to do. eat. Like yeah. you got to know what you're doing the rest of the night. Like if you're just like chilling, relaxing, like you're fine. But if you're planning on going out and like doing stuff, you got to eat Chipotle at like 3 p.m. to be make sure that you're like it's out of your system and you're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, get those you blood know? stains out of your clothes. Yeah, you gotta you gotta play it real safe when it's uh, when it comes to Chipotle. I agree, Brennan. That's so- coming from experience. So. As far as the as the big poof story, I think I think the Cincinnati lineman takes the cake there as far as going to Mom's Spaghetti in Detroit. First of all, <laughs> celebrity restaurants don't work, people. I, I, Gordon Ramsay is the only celebrity whose restaurant I would actually eat at and probably enjoy. So yeah. I, I just – you guys got to be careful. Like, yeah. don't, M- Michael Jordan's got a pretty good one downtown. I've never been, but I, I've heard good stuff about it. In Chi-Town? Yeah, probably because he's uh, not cooking the food. Eminem was cooking the food. What? No way. He's yeah. not cooking. No. The food. Have you seen maybe that maybe it's for like an advertisement for the place? There, oh. He's not actually doing it. Well, that, that reminds me of like the the curb like season finale last year. Like all the celebrities get like spite stores, and Jonah Hill opens up a deli. And he's just like works there full time and quits acting. <laughs> Eminem got tired of the of the rap hate. He's like Machine Gun Kelly finally got to him. She's like, screw it, I'm opening up. Oh, uh, don't bring up. Don't bring up that story or don't bring up that name. We don't have time. We don't have time to go into Machine Gun Kelly right now because he stole your woman. No, dude. She that she's for the streets now. My woman is Anna De Armas, who, by the way, shout out her. Um, isn't that Aaron Rodgers' fiance? No, she was fantastic in um, the new James Bond movie, which I saw last night. Real good. Did, real did good. you go to the theater for it? I did. I saw it in IMAX, and I was a little too close to the screen, and I I had a little bit of a headache. headache. Yeah, but Brennan, it was really also are, you truly are the last of a dying breed going to the movie theater. Yeah, I love going to the movie theaters. It's awesome. All right. Can we get into our predictions? <laughs> yeah, please. All right. <laughs> You're making me sad. All right. Starting tonight, because it's going to air Thursday. Tonight, October 21st. Oh, today's my half birthday, by the way. Thanks for mentioning it. Wow. Happy half birthday. Thank you. I'm 22 and a half years old now. Um, we got the Broncos and the Browns. This one. So I got the line here at two. I'm sure you're looking at something similar. I think it's pretty. Oh, it's been changing all day. Wow. Oh, what'd you have it originally at? I wrote it down at two and a half earlier, but it also started at like three and a half, like early this morning, Got but you. a ton of shit has happened. So, yeah. Um, let me get your opinion on this first. Who do you think is going to go? This one is, uh, it's really tough because as of right now, the Browns are starting case Keenum at quarterback. Okay. Uh, yep. Baker has been ruled out. They've also ruled out Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That's right. Um, I forgot Kareem Hunt got like carted off, didn't he? Yep. So I think he's out of quite a few weeks. They put him on IR. So they're also, their offensive line is banged up. Their defense, uh, JOK, I think is out for, he might be out for the year. Uh, Their rookie, OBJ is banged up. Jarvis Landry is coming back from IR. But I mean, who's to say he's going to see like a full workload? Um, I think Denver might be able to take this one. I, but this is the other thing. 
Teddy Bridgewater, I think, has been ruled out for the game. Oh, my God. So, I so think Drew it's Locks. going to be Drew Locke. So, oh. Drew Locke versus Case Keenum. This is the primetime game. This is the first game of week seven. This is literally – Case Keenum is, like, the senior, um, and, like, Drew Locke's, like, the freshman. And it's just, like, the most annoying little freshman that just, like, just like dances and, like, just, like, does random shit. And, like, try to Keenum. hype up the boys and, like, nobody does anything. But then Case Keenum's at that point where he's, like, uh, you know, I'm, I don't even have to try anymore. Like, I've done everything I got to do. So, this is just going to be a gross game, I think. Um, oh, it's going to be horrible. I, I, I guess I would take Denver um underdogs maybe just money line i don't know i also think the under 41 is it still 41 and a half yeah but, or i see the 41 now okay so i think i would take the under honestly i think i would too and i would also pick denver to take this one because just uh, imagine how discombobulated cleveland is right now losing almost all of your offense entirely just from whatever the heck you know what i mean yeah no it's so, a, it's a tough luck yeah, that's it's a tough lot. I don't even think I'm going to watch this game. I don't buy, like <laughs> personally. I have no I, interest in watching it. I got better things to do. Um, so I I wish I could say I mean that. I do. I do have better things to do. But if we're, if we're being objective here, so okay, let's just go ahead and decide. I'm going to take Denver plus two at the under 41. Yep, I like it. All right, and if you were better, take our advice. We're always right. So let's move on. Yep. Don't look at my uh, record from last weekend. Yeah. But. Oh, did, did your parlay lose? I uh, parlay and some other bets. I, I did not do well. You're but, degenerate. But that's why we skip one week and then I have the bad week and you guys don't hear the picks and then we come back and it's all good. Pretty much. Yeah. This is the clean slate pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hit or miss. Yeah. You got you to gotta fade me one week and tail me the next. It's all good. All right, let's just cover the Bengals and Ravens real quick. Home game for Baltimore. I'm pretty sure they're going to take this. They're favored minus six and a half right now, over under 47. I'd take the over. Lamar's going off. They got Joe Burrow back. Um, so this is just – it's it's going to be a bloodbath for Cincinnati, in my opinion, just because of how, like, hot the Ravens are at the moment. So I, I'm fully confident in taking the Ravens at minus six and a half. Yeah, we haven't really talked about the Bengals, but honestly, shout out to the Bengals. I mean, they've been really impressive, actually, so far this year. Um, They just destroyed the Lions, which, you know, I know it's the Lions, but it's promising. Like, you want to see your team just obliterate a team that they're supposed to. So, Joe Burrow is on pace for 40 touchdowns this year, which is crazy. Um, Their defense looks pretty good. It looks improved, at least. But you're right. The Ravens are rolling. Um, Divisional matchups, though. Anything could happen. Um, I don't see the Bengals matching up against the Ravens yet. Um, but I don't know. I'm definitely, I like the over a lot. I agree, but I, I think the Ravens Lamar's have been a passing on, quarterback now too. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. So I think they've been keen on letting the Ravens have, have been letting teams hang around a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't love six and a half points. Um, so I might be looking more of like a Ravens money line over pick here. Oh, so you, you see it within seven then? I, I could see the like the Bengals keeping it within like a field goal. Got you. They, they've been they've been good about that this year. Close okay. games. Okay. Um, so we'll move on then to uh, let's see the Panthers or the Giants. Kind of another stinky game. Panthers don't look nearly <laughs> as bad as we thought they were going to be at the start of the year, but Giants are struggling. Would be a good yeah. One for th- it. Th- this is a this is going to be a gross game. I think yeah, I the wouldn't. Giants. 
you're right. The Giants are, are horrible. They looked really bad last week. Uh, they are also really banged up. Um, their offensive line is like decimated. So, I mean, if the Panthers can do anything, it's attack the quarterback on defense. And I'm also fairly certain that the Panthers are activating uh, Stefan Gilmore off the pup list. So their secondary is going to be getting some more help. Um, the Panthers offense isn't great. You know, Darnold has looked kind of bad recently, but the Giants defense is, is really bad as well. So it, I read somewhere they're like, they're, uh, record at home is really bad this year and covering the spread. I think they haven't covered the spread at home. So it is in New York. So I think I'm going to take Carolina minus three in this for sure. Okay. I personally wouldn't touch this game. Um, and I also, I'm definitely not-, not watching it. So maybe I won't touch the game just because it, it is kind of just disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. But if you want a guaranteed lock, you're going to hate me for this one. Uh, Green Bay, Washington, Green Bay is minus eight and a half. That's, that's so easy. No, that uh, I wrote that one down as well. Uh, the Packers have been just insane against the spread this year. Um, playing them at home, you know, Lambo's a hard task for any team to play in, except in the NFC Championship, of course. Um, then, it, then it becomes an automatic win for the opposing team. Um, but Washington, you know, they're injured. Um, I did read somewhere that Ryan Fitzpatrick is eligible to return this week, so it's positive for them. But it, you know, I still Green, don't think it's going to help their chances. No. Green, Green Bay's defense is bad, but, you know, I'm going to stick with the trend and take them. Um, I, I think they can cover in this one for sure. I mean, Chiefs' defense is terrible too, and you saw that they still came back and won. Offense will win against Washington. You're right. I agree. Washington's defense has not lived up to its last year's hype, so it's, which is unfortunate. All right. We'll get to my fellows, the Chiefs and the Titans. I'm genuinely worried about this game. I've lost all hope. I will say this. Chiefs are 2-1 and one against Tennessee since Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback. But with how this year's been going, you know, I, Lamar Jackson finally beat Patrick Mahomes this year. So um, anything's possible. Uh, and yeah. considering as, as far as a betting perspective, you really do got to look at how – like I would bet on Nebraska every week because they are so good at covering. They're good at losing. They're good at covering. <laughs> yeah. Chiefs, well, they used to be the opposite. They used to be really good at winning but terrible at covering, and I don't think they're going to get it this week either. So I'm going to go ahead and just favor Tennessee this week, even though right now I see the Chiefs are minus five and a half. I just don't see that happening. Um, that over definitely might hit, depending on how offensive of a game this is. So, you know <sighs> – I'm terrified of tractor seats, though, Brennan. I really am. He is genuinely a menace. But, you know, I think Tyreek Hill is going to come back this week, too. I know he got injured last week. But I'm, I'm seeing a lot of – if the Chiefs have a second-half game last week, then I think I definitely see that overhitting at 57.5 right there, too. Yeah. Tennessee, they just lost Taylor Luan uh, to a brutal injury on Monday. That's a, a big loss for them. Big um, loss from them, big gain for me. Sorry, buddy. But yeah. No, so it, it you know, it's, it's a, that's, a, a, that's a good thing for the Chiefs. Um, I mean, Casey's defense has been anything but good, but it's still a good big break for them. Um, they're going to probably try to make Tannehill beat them through the air, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, their secondary <clears throat> was getting burned by like Ricky Seals Jones last week. So I think it's. Uh, I definitely think that Tannehill will be able to throw. 
Um, Julio, though, is very questionable, I think, for the contest. He got injured against the Bills. Um, but I think I'm comfortable enough with the Chiefs here that I, I'm willing to take them to cover. Um, so I just think I, I also think that this could be a potential under because what is it at 57 and a half? That's a super high, but both these teams very are so high. offensive. They are, and they're very bad at defense, but I feel like that's what everybody's going to be betting and it's just not going to end up going over. So mm-hmm. that's why I, I am I in the under a bit, but I get both sides of it. I probably – I would just feel better about Chiefs covering, honestly. Okay. Well, you know what? I, pre- I appreciate that, Brennan. Um, yeah, of course. I do hope Eric Sorensen gets cut this year. I will say that too. Has he been uh, that bad? Dude, yeah. He's one of the worst secondaries that the, that the Chiefs have. It's, it's, it's disgusting. He's a safety, but, yeah, he's, yeah. Not, he's not good. Um, another kind of gross game right after that too. we got Falcons and the Dolphins, both just awful teams this year. I, I didn't even write that one down. What is yeah, it? Oh, yeah. Let's just not touch that one. Uh, or do you want wait, to? I'm looking at it. Um, Two and a half. Wow. So Miami is a home underdog <laughs> against the Falcons. That's pretty damning to their season. Um, ah, that's tough. I mean, I, I still like the Dolphins. I like Tua. I definitely think they're – this is like a uh, – this is a must-win game for them, I think. So – the Falcons are a weird team. You know, Matt Ryan's been actually playing well. Um, he always just, does for the most part. Yeah, he doesn't it's, turn it over a lot. Um, it's just they're, they're an ugly team, you know. Yeah, statistically, I, I, Matt Ryan's a great quarterback. Yeah, I really want to take the Dolphins because I love a home underdog. But, you know, I, th- I do like the over at 47.5. I think that's a low enough number to bad defenses. Um so I, I think I I think I would take the over for this game, you think it's but I probably out? won't because I don't want to watch it. Yeah. So I probably just won't touch it. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the Jets and the Patriots. A lot of really gross games this week. You're right. You are correct. I think New England's going to go ahead and take this one. I it's they're they're favored at minus seven right now. Um, I can see an under hitting at 42. What do you think? Maybe a little bit. Maybe you hit the over for that one. That's actually set pretty low. It's pretty low. Um, but at the same time, like in this game, I can hear all your texts. It's pretty awesome. Um, I'm sorry. This, <laughs> they, 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 Mr. Popular over me. here. They calling me. Yeah. It's, this game has already happened, and it didn't go well for the Jets. The Pats beat them 25 to six. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson threw like four picks. So Belichick has a knack for um, making life hell for rookie quarterbacks. So Mac Jones has actually been playing well too, as, as hurtful as it is to admit that to me and my ego, because I was shitting on him like the entire off season. Um, he, he's come in and, and filled kind of the, you know, Brady role um, system quarterback for the Pats. So, you know, he's consistent. So, yeah, I think I agree. I would take the Patriots minus seven here. I think Bill Belichick fantasizes about drinking the blood of rookie <clears throat> quarterbacks that don't play for him. Uh, I definitely agree. Probably He probably wants to drink Zach Wilson's blood so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like so bad. That sounds just super dirty. All right, let's go ahead and move on then. We got the Rams in Detroit. This is so – well, I will say this. 
Detroit's also one of those teams that's really good at covering, <laughs> but they're playing the Rams this week. So I'd highly doubt that's going to be the case. Detroit um, is so bad, dude. They're so bad. They're so bad. But Brennan, they get so close to winning almost every single week. Yeah, last week they it was a horrible game for them. Last week they got just absolutely embarrassed by the Bengals. Um, but this is an interesting game because it's a, it's the double QB revenge game. Um, oh I yeah, know which, I know which Goff ones on the separate. I know which ones on the better end of the bargain. Um, yeah, Jared, poor Jared Goff. <clears throat> Jared Goff, the last first round pick for the Rams, and he'll remain that until twenty twenty four. But yeah, he's going against his former team, the Rams, um, against his. And he's going to get dominated. Yeah, in L.A. against uh, Matt Stafford, you know his old team was the Lions. So it's kind of crazy. Um, one team's a potential Super Bowl candidate. The other's a potential winless candidate. So one offense is good with the other isn't, you know, same goes for defense. My pick's the Rams, obviously, but, you know, 15 and a half is a ton of points. Mm-hmm. But we That's... also just saw them run up the score against a neutral Giants team. And I think this one means a little bit more to them. So I think if you want, you could tease this down a little bit, but I think the Rams are very capable of covering it. I couldn't have said it better myself. And I think I get really suspicious at teams that are just not winning games at all because I genuinely think that they're tanking their team so they can get better draft picks. I think they're pulling some Doug Petersons. The thing is, like, and I was a sucker for it because I fucking bet the Lions last week because – uh, Dan Campbell cried after the last <laughs> game. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I remember that. I literally took them like money line a couple. Uh, and Just because you felt bad? Because I was like, this team is going to rally. Um, but they they didn't. And they looked actually just so, so bad. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm definitely never betting on the Lions again the rest of the season. Same with the Texans. Um, and uh, I hope nobody else does either. All right, let's move on to oh my god, Brennan. I I pity you this weekend. Why? You got a tough one. You're playing Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, no, no, no. I I apologize. We skipped one. Uh Las Vegas versus the Eagles and Raiders are favored. I think they could still come out on top of this. Just talent alone. Uh, John Gruden was not the the glue of that team. No, it's it's actually kind of cool. Um, it was cool last week to see, like, the Raiders kind of rally around the their interim head coach. Uh, I'm sure they wanted John Gruden gone more than anyone else. Yeah, I hope so. So, I mean, they they looked fired up against the Broncos. Um, I love seeing a team play all out for a guy. Well, that's a rivalry game too. Yeah, Rich Basaccia, I think is how you pronounce it. I, mean, I don't know. He's been an assistant coach in the NFL for almost 20 years. So God, good Lord. I, I just think it's uh, it's a cool story. I'm rooting for him. Um, you know, the Eagles, it's, it's really hard betting on the Eagles. Um, I can't figure them out. But I we f- want Jalen Hurts to do well, but we think they're going to lose still. <clears throat> Yeah, as much as I'd like to see the Eagles bounce back, I think the Raiders do have this one at home. Um, I, I'm willing to take them, you know, money line minus three, I guess. The over 49 is also spicy. I like that. Yeah. Are you going to hop on that? I might. I might have to. Well, I think we can – so do you remember my kind of analysis when we were doing all of that before the season started? Um, 
the fact that Philadelphia has the youngest receiving core in the NFL, I think that may have something to do with them not winning games. Maybe. You do love to bring up how young the Eagles wide receivers are. Well, because they're just so inexperienced. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I get it, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, – stop that. That so, makes me so uncomfortable. Um, I, I just think the Eagles, they're, they're missing – their defense isn't that good. Um, First-year head coach, they, they, they'll figure some things out. They're going through some, some growing pains. But I, I, I don't know. I think the, I think the uh, Raiders – I wanted to say Ravens um, – I think they've they've actually kind of proven themselves in a couple contests, so that's good, why as a good team. Yeah, I think they're solid, so I'm willing to take them. Mm. All right, I'll I'll take them too with you. Um, Bears at Buccaneers. This is the one I was apologizing for. Yeah, I appreciate um, it. That's that's an insanely high spread right there. The Bucks favored minus third 12. highest spread this this uh, this week. So yeah, so do I feel great about that. Are you gonna watch the game? You're gonna watch oh, yeah. the game. Yeah, I'll watch it. My, you'll watch my parents, it. You'll, you'll wear your Trubisky jersey. No, I do not have that anymore. Um, I actually I lost it. I don't even know where it is. Did you buy a Fields um, jersey? No, I didn't. Not oh. yet. <laughs> Jumped the gun too early on Trubisky, so I'm gonna wait for Fields. Gotcha. Um, but my parents will actually be at this game, which I'll eternally be jealous about because they get to see <clears throat> Tom Brady play and do it while whooping our own team. Um, and warm weather. Yeah. Yeah. So the bears, uh, all I want to say is last year, the bears beat the bucks. So I just want to throw that out there and they want to have that. Ways, so it might come, but it might happen. I think it, I think that'll only motivate the bucks this year to just completely destroy us. So I, it's not fun going against Rodgers and then the next week going against Brady. I seriously don't know what I did to deserve it, but it's whatever. Um, you know, my pick's probably Bears money line. <laughs> probably, you probably killed animals for fun in a past life, Renan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hell I did, but I actually I do like the over at forty-seven. I I think the Bucks could. They probably will put up like thirty-five points, and their defense isn't that good. So I could see the Bears putting up, you know close to 20 so um I, I i like the over in this one but the bucks are gonna fuck us that's for sure my my i'll be praying for you on sunday in church i'm gonna be watching this but with like my eyes squinted really really like thin so i can barely see the screen and you're probably gonna be pissed drunk if your house setting yeah no i mean i I'll be alone this weekend. My parents are out. So they'll be at the game. Oh, so man. I might, I might have to like lock myself in my room. So I just like, don't jump out the window or in front of a car or something. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> good, good talk. Uh, so let's go ahead. So the, the actual biggest money line or biggest spread of the week, 17 and a half Arizona Cardinals. I wouldn't even touch this game unless you just win an absolute lock and you're going to put your life savings on it. This is going to happen. I, that is insane. Like, God, this is a bad matchup. It really is. Yeah. I think the Texans bamboozled everyone a few times. Um, I think I think so, too. But still, Brennan, the Cardinals are so good this year. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, the Texans beat the Jags week one, and they held it close with the Browns. And then we saw Davis Mills look good against the Panthers like two weeks ago. Um, but they – that's why last week I felt confident enough to take him plus 10 against the Colts and boy are the Texans 
so bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we got that clarification. Um, they're going up against the best team in football right now. This is like a college spread right here. This um, is. I think the Cardinals starters don't play the second half. Um, the Titans or Texans, uh, they might not score. Um, the Cardinals defense has been showing up this year. So I think, uh, I think they get Chandler Jones back this week too. So I don't love the over because I think the cards will be doing a lot of the work. So, you know, I think the Cardinals could put up like 40 points by themselves, but I sincerely think that the Texans might not score. So um, I definitely, I don't know. I don't know what I want to take with this. This is so lopsided. I would just bet like $50,000 on Cardinals money line. I think that should happen. at least Houston has the Astros this week. Yeah, there you go. At least yeah. Houston is getting rid of Deshaun Watson. That too. All right, let's go ahead. We'll move on to the Niners versus the Colts. So Niners are also kind of back this year, I will say. Oh, Brennan had a little burp. That was kind of cute. I just but coughed. The, it was oh, a burp. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it was a very quick one. Um, so I don't know, because the Colts are coming off a pretty good win from last week. So this is, this is also going to be an interesting one. I still think San Francisco is definitely going to win this game. But yeah. is it going to be outside of a field goal? That's the question. That is a good question. I mean, the Colts looked really good last week, actually, mm-hmm. um, given it was the Texans. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. But Wentz looked sharp. You know, Jonathan Taylor looks good. Their defense looks solid. Um, the Niners are another team I don't fully trust yet. Uh, I think they get – they'll – have Garoppolo back this week starting, which could be a good thing. Um, oh, yeah, because Trail Hats was starting last week, wasn't Yeah, it, it no. probably is a good thing for now. Um, just they're more consistent with him. So the, you also have to think, like, they've had two weeks to prepare for this game because um, they had their bye week. So I think at home, Kyle Shanahan will get it done. You know, Jimmy G coming off an injury, I think he wants to keep his job. So I'm, I like the Niners minus four in this game. Jimmy G's dodging assassination attempts. Yeah, it definitely could be a close game, but I, I, I'm I'm comfortable taking the Niners cover. I would be too. All right, last but certainly not least, primetime Monday, October 25th, uh, Saints-Seahawks. Saints are going to win this game. Seahawks, I hate to say it because we love Russ, but good Lord, they have had some bad moments this year. Well, Russ is out. Russ is out. So we love we Russ. Get to see we love Russ. Jameis Winston versus Geno Smith, which yes. is sad because man, the last few years this would have been a fantastic primetime matchup um, between the Saints and the and the Seahawks. But now it is disgusting. So I really couldn't care less about this game if I'm being honest. I think if the Seahawks want to win, their defense needs to step up, and you know. I don't see that happening. Jamal Adams, I don't know if you watched any of that game, but last week he had a, a easy pick that could have maybe won them the game and it just bounced straight off his helmet. Um, it was really disgusting. So the Saints defense is good, and I think they'll be able to run it and kind of control the clock in this. So I think I'm willing to take the New Orleans cover, honestly. Do you have it at five? Yeah, I got it at five. and I, I would take that too. I'm still excited to watch this game, though. You know, I, I got Tuesday night, or I got next Tuesday off. Um, so I, we got this, um, so my dad won this like inflatable projector screen and a projector from work. Inflatable sex doll. Um, if you meant uh, projection screen, then yes. Uh, that's okay. I, I'll just have you apologize to my father, but (laughs) 
we've been watching uh, the games on this in our backyard. It's been super nice. I feel like this is going to be like the last weekend we'll be able to do any outdoor activities without me just being so pissed off and bitter about the weather changing. Mm-hmm. So I am just, I'm just going to be looking forward to the actual event of watching this. I don't really care about the outcome. I think the Saints are still going to win this one. But yeah. uh, it's just the environment that you surround yourself in really does play a big toll. No, you're right. And I would be lying if I said I'm not going to watch it because I am. And I'll probably bet on it. So I You're a whore it. for just every game pretty much. If you can get your eyes on it, you're watching it. Yeah, if I can watch some sports game, I'm going to watch it. But Yeah, some sports ball. Yeah, some balls. If I can get my eyes on some balls, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna cut that out. No, I wouldn't want you to. I mean it. <laughs> All right, so that pretty much wraps up our week seven predictions for this week. I said week twice, three times, and Brennan, <laughs> as shitty as a lot of these matchups are going to be, it's still going to be a fun week of football. And I'm just, I'm still going to watch so much football this weekend. All right. Oh, yeah. And I was going to make this announcement kind of earlier. But uh, so you all know that, like, I'm super into my fitness routine right now, right? I'm part of the Peloton gang. We're, we're, I'm doing rides all the time. I went to the spin class with my mother on Monday. You know, I'm doing nice things with the parents because, you know, you got to appreciate all the time with them, right? So, Before they're gone. Exactly. So we go to this place that's a little like a mile north of my house. It's like one of those uh, cycle studios kind of things. You know, instructor, instruction, instructor, blah, just uh, motivates you while the while the lights are off and you're listening to country music. Um, there's this short, short-haired, like hardo Karen, that um, according to my mom shows up like all the time. She's like, and she's a regular there, right? She just goes ham. She's like yelling and stuff during the workout. Brennan, I came in second in this class. Hell I came yeah. in second on Monday. That was my first time going to this place since January. My mama came in first, obviously, right? You know, mama, mama comes on top. But <laughs> the fact that I beat this lady, I was so happy and fulfilled. I literally carried that energy the rest of the day. It just felt like an alpha sigma male. Like life nice. was good. So I just wanted to throw that out there, y'all. I actually accomplished something. Aside from producing this podcast on a regular basis, I accomplished something. So... <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you, Brendan. Thank you to everybody that is saying that you're proud of me. And uh, to the haters that just hate everything I do, uh, go die like Jackson Mahomes. So <laughs> go keep, die. keep that same energy. All right. But yeah, Brennan, unless, did you have any closing remarks that you needed the world to know? No, I just, uh, I wish I could watch you ride a Peloton. I wish you could too. I actually should just start filming. I should, I, should I become one of those like moms that like just like films their entire ride and puts it on Facebook? Yeah, and you like speak it like a, a class, like you speak it through to people. You got to wear one of those like biker outfits, like the really tight ones, like the spandex. Why? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I personally don't think that. I think it would help your range of motion. Uh, could it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I guess, but I think we need to learn some dance moves, though, still from Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, definitely. And dance on uh, Sean Taylor, one of the greatest NFL players, defensive players of all times. So. May he rest in peace. You know, I actually remembered hearing that name, like, brought up memories. I remember, like, exactly where I was when I heard on the radio that he died. Really? Yeah, because, like, I was, like, you know, we were, like, what, eight or nine years old when that happened? Yeah, I certainly don't remember where I was when he died. I was on my way to a football <laughs> camp. And I remember, like, because we were listening to ESPN radio whenever we were in my dad's car, and 
you know, I hear like, oh, Sean Taylor. And that's, first of all, how I, how I learned that Sean is not always spelled S-H-A-U-N. That was when? That was when. That's funny. I was a dumb kid. <laughs> and now I'm a semi-smart adult. But, yeah, that's our show. Love y'all. See you next week. Go watch some football. See you guys.